Welcome back. It's your girl, Oatmeal Brown, and you know I'm out the box. And I forgot to my homeboy, my brother, my business partner in the building with me today. Yay, yay. Trots. What's up, Trots? What's going on, Oatmeal? What's hey. up, OMB? You already know what's going on. Right, everything right. And, everything and nothing. Right on. Right on, sis. G, sis. You know, everybody don't know. For life. What, what's, what this is all about. What right. out the box means. Right. Who Oatmeal Brown is. Mm-hmm. So I want to, you know, break it down and give them just a little taste of who I am. Go ahead and break. You know, I'm a round away filet. For know, sure. Old school one. For sure. these days. From the bay. <laughs> <laughs> round away days, filet from have, the bay. Yeah, they got different definitions. You got to make sure you... You, you explain yourself clearly because a roundaway filet means something else the in this day and time. Oh yeah, most definitely. But you know, it was it was all good. You know, girl from the neighborhood. Right. You know, good grades. Uh-huh. Trying to stay out of trouble. Right. You right. know, athlete, go to church. Good athlete. You know, Athlete. Mm-hmm. What you play? Basketball. I ran track. Oh, you ran track? Yeah. What? I played. Yeah, I did. I did. What? I was on the four by one, the four by four. What? Did the 200. Man. Long jump, triple jump. Now, you see, this is something I didn't know. I didn't. I mean, you know what? It, it amazes me, though. Uh, I'm just amazed at how many people I run into in the art, in the art, it's saying the music community as well as the entertainment industry that actually all seem to have ran I mean when they say when I say a sport they say track and field mm-hmm. and I would never have guessed it because I just don't see people running you know I don't see I don't imagine people like running track because I didn't think it was one of those sports that people just signed up for oh yeah track but is- I it, it was but I, dang that's crazy and yeah. it's you know and I ain't never seen you at the jet relay what I What's know, but I'm, I'm gonna be there wow. next year. <laughs> okay. I'm I know, there. we gotta get you back, bring you back out of retirement, put you in the blocks you and know. see what you see if you still got it. Well, let me go and start practicing now. Uh well you got a few months. I mean, I can I can get up out the blocks. All right. But now at the end, I don't know what's going to happen. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I got to get my breath and my breathing up. Right, you know, I, right. I could pick up some speed real fast. What about a 20-yard dash or what we're going to do, 100 to 200? <laughs> I like the 200, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. See, the 200, you know, you can get your stride in there. Okay. I got long legs. You know, right. I hit that curve. It's all good. See, that curve <laughs> it's over. The curve game is strong. See, that curve. Oh, you got to yeah. get that curve game. You got to be. You got to have that curve yeah. game in the 200. Yeah. Gotta yeah. have that curb game. Yeah, if you that, ain't got it, you got you out. At one hundred, that's not my. That's not me. Yeah. Mm-mm, no, yeah. I always ran second or third leg. Oh dang, you were really yeah. fast. Okay, you yeah. you was up that in a little bit because yeah, you, you know, yeah. That, the that fastest second, is the fourth leg. The fourth leg, mm-hmm. but then sometimes you know they want to get out the blocks fast. They gonna get it. They get it baton to the second leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now so. me, my curb game was so strong. I hit the curb coming in that curb. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, I hit the curve. You know what I'm saying? I, I I was hitting it too. I was coming in there too tight, and yeah, I just had one of those moments. You wow. know, one of those well, moments. See, luckily, there wasn't no luckily wasn't no viral stuff going on back then because you know it would most definitely been probably about ten million views of right, right. Of so you you kind of tall. So did you play basketball? Oh, yeah. Were you tall earlier? On, yeah, or? I played basketball, okay, okay. and uh, you know, I thought I was gonna be. You know, an NBA star and Magic Johnson. Yeah, I thought I was gonna you be know, Michael Magic Jordan. I thought I was gonna be a collegiate star and Larry Bird. You see, I'm saying I'm naming all the old school. <laughs> come on down and notch. Yeah, come down and notch. Yeah, you coming? You coming? Yeah, you old school, but yeah, I went in that league. 
But yeah, I was. I, th- I thought I was gonna be the new Magic Johnson, okay. but you know, sometimes life has a way of giving you reality <laughs> in a harsh way. So, hey. but you know, you season. You know, that's that's the good thing about when we were growing up, being mm-hmm. active in so many different things. You know, right? It you don't know exactly which way you're gonna go, but you end up. It end up. You know, when you get older, uh-huh. everything was right on time. You know, yeah. all those things that we did, you know, evolved us and developed us into who we are today. So you're exactly right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't was, change any of that. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, maybe I, I probably would have pushed myself a little harder uh-huh. because I was good, right? But I wasn't the best, right? But I was okay, right? With that, right? Because I was scared to run with the girls in the 100 because they was dusting them. Right. You, you know, they was. Yeah. And the practice for them uh-huh. was off the chain. Oh, I can imagine. Practice for me was, you know, was hard, but not as hard as, you know, those that was really getting scholarships and moving on with that. It was, yeah. Right. And then, you know, and then the, the facilities probably were just kind of not what they have today. You know, they got all kinds of cheating strategies. I mean, they got all kinds of things now that they can, they I mean, they got soft tracks, they right. got these new weather tracks. You know, we were running on hard clay dirt. <laughs> right. You know, we were running on uh, pebbles and <laughs> sand, you know. Yeah, some of that turf. We had turf, but it yeah, was just dirt as hard as concrete and you had cleats that had the spikes that didn't actually sink into the hard ground. You just running on pavement, so. Yeah, unless you yeah. went to a school that, uh, you know, has some money. Our yeah. uniforms are too small, you know, faded, <laughs> stuff like that. But that's yeah. the funnest schools to go to. Yeah. I mean, the public school that's in the hood yeah. are the most funnest schools to go to. Now, sometimes you might, your the scholastics may be good, maybe not. Yeah. It just depends. Yeah. But, you know, the, the scholastics came at home, too. So, you know, back then it was definitely it's different, you know. That's a whole another topic, but, you know. Right. But, you know, the, those are the good old days. I'm right. not calling them the golden days, but we're calling them the, the, <laughs> Definitely the, golden, not the not the golden days. No, nah, not the golden days. days. We, ain't, they, we ain't that far, you know, but they're but, the most definitely some good days. Oh, yeah. Know? They're they're yeah. actually repeating our days mm-hmm. right now. You know, I, I talk to young kids and some of them say they wish that they were born to be able to uh, experience the 90s. Yeah, yeah. You know, but they in our music, I mean, right, right, right. That's part of. I mean, you. I mean, you you represent that all day, every day. Oh, in, yeah. your, in your brand, you know, you got the '90s and you got the new generation thing popping. So right. you know, can't help it. It is what it is. You know, yeah. it's natural for us. That's right. So I mean, yeah. So that's that was that most definitely was a good era of uh, new entertainment and new Jack Swing. A lot of art going on in the '90s. So yeah, and hip hop, you know, evolved. It did, and. You had hip hop artists from all over, and oh, yeah. we were excited. We didn't wasn't no competition really. It was just about oh okay, new East Coast, you know, rappers who whoever it was, the females, uh-huh. the males, you know, whoever it was, it was. It was like, what's the new jam? What's the new video? Well, you know that's crazy because uh, I'm now we sitting here talking about that. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a that was one of those moments in history of in music history we can look at and say you know. Hip hop and R and B actually were neck and neck as far as we had just as many R and B artists as we did hip hop artists mm-hmm. that were charting top 
you know, charting the top charts at the same time simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Then we went through an era where R&B kind of faded off and hip hop was kind of just dominating the charts. Right. And R&B has not, I think that was probably one of the last big eras of hip hop music. Mm -hmm. I mean, R&B and hip hop music, you know, both having a balance of chart topping music and artists, you know, right, think right. about it. I'm just thinking about it right now. When you, as we're talking about it, you don't really realize it until, you know, that's why a lot of these kids are on the nineties now, because that was the last pretty much, uh, probably big era of R and B. Right. You know, and you know, we had the video soul, video Not to get vibrations and, you know, we had all the, yeah, we had a lot Getting my feelings a little bit right now. You know? Now it's open where, you know, as far as technology, you know, we mm -hmm. have the internet, yeah. they have, they're streaming, right? but there's really no video shows and things of that nature right. that we had that actually marketed and they were actually marketing right. music. You know, they start stopped marketing music on TV and things of that nature. But back in 2006 or mm -hmm. something like that, when the market crashed in the, the finance industry, something happened to the record industry as well. I remember that. So where you would see, oh, somebody's album was coming out, the commercial be on TV. Mm -hmm. That is almost, it is obsolete, you know, obsolete. You might see something every once That's in a crazy. blue moon, but you know you can see that on television. We had shows; people would come and perform. Yeah. You were ready to watch those shows and Man. see and hear, you know, the new artists and the so new many, music. Yeah, so many outlets of you know video to radio to. I mean, we didn't have internet either, so right. you know, we didn't. But at the at the end of the day, though, it was just like a great great time. The nineties were probably about the most, the, the greatest time for music all around. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, that was just like the, the to me, the platinum area, the platinum era of, of music. We had the old school, you know, with the Isleys, you know, your moms and them generation. Right, the 80s, they didn't 70s, have hip -hop. 80s. Right. Our generation had both. We had actually three. We had hip-hop, pop, and R&B. Soul. And then gangster rap. We had three different categories of rap. Conscious rap. Yeah. I mean... You know, man, we, we like to dance. You know, it was, was goofy rap. You know, it was certain... We got something to talk about now. <laughs> we got something, you know... It, we had all types of... It was just a, a big melting pot. Uh -huh. And it was cool. You know, it wasn't... You know, of course, there would be some rap battles, but it'd be real rap beef. You know, LL and... What was it MC Shan or yeah, somebody MC like Shan, that? Yeah, Kumo D without Kumo the shooting. Yeah, right. Without the, yeah, yeah without it wasn't somebody. no shooting. <laughs> not kill killed. you. Only, only thing that got killed was somebody's career. Right. You know what I'm saying? Murdered on the microphone. Uh-huh. Murdered by Mike. Yeah. Murdered by Mike. Kumo D. Yeah, Kujo. Cool you know, uh, what else? the famous line, we kid, we destroyed Kumo D. Was, right. What, uh, I make him eat Elliot with Cool J cookies. <laughs> Whatever we said. <laughs> oh, man, it was like murder. What? He killed him with the Oreo cookies, okay. yo. Ice Cube, no gasoline. <laughs> he, oh yeah, he, he, you know oh, they yeah. didn't. They didn't want to kill each other. We got to do. You they gotta, he murdered them on wax, on and, wax. and that will go down in the history books. <laughs> you hear that song right now to give you chills because he's just he did that. Yeah, NWA had their first one, and then Cube came. Yeah, we got to we got to you know what we got to bring back. Who had the best diss song and play them and put them up against you? Recreate that whole. That whole that whole deal situation and just say, hey, 
we're gonna go back into the era of time when it was these disc records, Biggie mm-hmm. versus Pac, uh, Ice Cube. Who had the better disc record? You know, right. reintroduce that era to this generation. So maybe, maybe, maybe on the show that's coming up that you got coming up soon. Maybe, maybe oh yeah, to talk about talk that. about our show that we got coming up. Yes, hip hop politics. Hip hop politics. Coming real soon. It's coming soon. So everybody that's listening to this and will hear this, make sure that you be on the lookout. For sure. On Box 534 Jams mm-hmm. for Hip Hop Politics. Yeah. It's coming. Now see, you see how quickly and easy I said Box 534 Jams? Uh-huh. Because Oatmeal Brown used to be on Box 534 <laughs> Jams with Class in Session back in 2015. Oh yeah, so it's a class right now. Oh, we in class definitely. right now. You're giving us a whole new session right now. whole new session. O-M-B. So that's a little taste of Oatmeal Brown. She's she loves to be on the microphone in a good, positive way, putting sure. that information out there. Most definitely. You know, enlightening you, have you open up your mind and think mm-hmm. outside the box. That's what out the box is all about. Well, you know, I always call you, I say you're our version of Oprah. You know, and, and, and then you got our version of uh, what we can say uh, was Isaiah, what's her, Isaiah St. Zant, or whatever her is name is. Is that how you is. say her name? Isaiah. Yeah, whatever her name. Ayanla. Ayanla. Okay. You said what? Oh, okay. Oh, she's a, yeah, uh, whatever you want to call it, a life coach. Yeah, she's a life coach. She's a life coach. Yeah, Angela Yee, all in one. She's good. She's good. I like her young. A lot of people don't. Some people don't, but I do. Yeah. She be coming with it. But talking about you, I mean, like I said, you are, I mean, you're multiple things, you know. So you are, like I said, you have the, you are what I call the, the essence of life. With your whole OMB persona, I think that is one of the things that embraces our culture, and that's why I said I'm excited to be working with you, and even be sitting here and proud to call you sis and see you doing your thing because you're gonna keep it. You keeps it real. One thing you keeps it cultural. You keeps the brown sugar in the mix for sure. So you know it's all that and then some. It's a bowl of gumbo. You know it's a mixture of everything. So. Yeah, so y'all make sure y'all uh, stay in the box. Yeah. Stay in tune. Stay in tune to out sure. the box. So yeah, because she's going to give y'all some real, real stuff, man. I'm telling you. Real oh, yeah. stuff. And she ain't, she's unapologetic and she does it in a classy, unique way. And, you know, kind of like, you know, she'll. I'm empathetic. She'll break your face without, you know. <laughs> I'll be trying to. Yeah. She, she's a, uh, she mentally dissects you, you know. If you know, she'll break it down. Yeah, she can naturally, break it down. I'm not trying to uh, be mean. You know, I nah. just hey, it is what it is. Well, you know, like I said, you. I mean, you're a, a mind that kind of like connects with other minds. Yes, and you give different perspectives. You see it. You see it from a full 360 degree spectrum, and you're gonna give it from all sides. Right. And then you're going to give, you're going to take it from all sides and then you'll put your spin and your view on it. Oh, yeah. And that's pretty much what, you know, that's what keeps the balance and what keeps it, keeps it fair. But you do give your assessment and you keep it real, 100. And that's pretty much what we need in this world today anyway. You know, we don't have enough of that, so. Right. Yeah, so, and yeah, people, most definitely. Some people will say, well, what is keeping it real? What is keeping it, you know, because you could be keeping it, I've said this before, really shady, you know, mm-hmm. really phony, really fake. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. Right. We're talking about the truth. 
right. you're talking about what's right in front of you, you mm-hmm. know, keeping it 100. You know, I may sometimes go around the bend to come back around. Yeah. And that's only to give you the bigger perspective of things. Right. Some people might say, you know, you're beating around the bush. Mm-hmm. No, because I've experienced even when you you put it all out there, somebody will still pick out what they want out of what you said. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like you, Happens all the time. Selective you know, reading, selective memories. Oh, yeah. You know, pick they, people want to pick out what they want out mm-hmm. of what you say. Right. Versus everything. And yeah, interpretation in, is key, especially in today's language and, right. and, and communication. Because, you know, I look at text messaging and I look at some of the things and posting on Facebook. I said a lot of things can be taken out of context exactly. of what you're really actually trying to say because the emotion is not in the message, you know, right. usually you can't detect what kind of real emotion is just basically looking from a text, from a text perspective of right. something. Uh, if you're not, that's why I don't like, you know, I don't think we in a world of technology to where communication is key, but it's very limited because we've limited ourselves to just right. Twitter fingers and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Instead right. of us picking up the phone and say, hey, you know, look, you know, da, 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 da. But, you know, and I I had to learn, Mm -hmm. you know, the hard way with that and saying, hey, especially when I'm talking business. Mm -hmm. uh, No, this text message is not going to work. Right. You know, I need you to pick up the phone or call me because we need to talk about this. Right. And I can't give you everything that I need to tell you. Right. You know, in via this text or via the email Mm -hmm. or social media, you really should pick up the phone and call someone right and I, yeah and that's the that's one of the things that frustrate me to me is um not being able to communicate directly with with someone because mm-hmm. you know I, i'm i'm a communicator i like to hear you hear what you're really talking about you know we on some we on the same page you right know? right oh we on something different you know right because it can go it can be a little you know a little deceiving a little bit every now and then and that's how people get in their feelings and then they say you know is beef and it's like da 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 da. <laughs> right. Now it ain't no return messages and now everybody just shut what? down. What you say? <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. No, so that's not what down I meant. And the whole thing that got screwed mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Communication, so. comprehension, interpretation, perception. Yeah. All of that is important. And you know, you and I being communication majors. Right. And loving and really being passionate about mm-hmm. communication. You know, we are going to make sure that that's why we talk. That's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. Yeah. Because we want to make sure the right information, you know, goes out and is received. Yeah. And it's, it's a prime example. Something just happened to me. I just posted something in a, in a group and, uh, you know, I share a post and it was something about uh, this Matthew Knowles symposium thing that we got coming up. And it's really it's talking about uh, the post is pretty much talking about um racism through the eyes of a child matthew knows he's a not said nothing in the post about black white left right liberal you know it's nothing political mm-hmm. nothing social it was just like a social event hey if you got a talent that's you're ready to come out come out and you know parents all artists whatever day party plot out what matthew knows beyonce's father blah 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 someone a post like that you would think it would get any kind of like negative reaction as mm-hmm. far as um divisive behavior mm-hmm. reactions of course 
some of the other folks got on there, you know, and said, oh, this is racist. Uh, this is the, what do you say? The, <laughs> just put it on my, just made a post. I mean, just made a comment just that fast mm-hmm. based upon a, a post. And uh, this is racist. Let me see what exactly what it said. Oh, on, on, caters to blacks. That's racist. You know, the event. Who is this white guy, Caucasian? Caters to blacks. Yeah, they said nothing about blacks. And I always said, I mean, the thing is, you use the word, you know, racism or through the eyes of a child. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden, it caters to blacks, you know. So why does it cater to black? Because Matthew knows it's. They said nothing about blacks. African American. That's the whole purpose. That's what I'm saying. So his, his, his mindset, he put it, his own twist in it. Communication. In his mind, you know, and then it yeah. came out, and he doesn't even realize it because he's stuck on what he wants it to he be. He picked out one piece, saw something, and he focused in and honed in on that and just automatically made an assumption that, oh, this is racist. It only caters to blacks. Mm-hmm. Said it didn't say only blacks allowed, and not anything on the, on the post or anything. But, you know, but that's why I said, you know, my response was, uh, no, it doesn't actually. And it's an event to discuss the divisiveness on the left and the right. Um, you, you should come out and share your views, you know, pretty much. Yeah, that's But how. with that, I want to say something. I want to piggyback off of that. Um, blacks. What if it did cater to blacks? <laughs> we are a culture. Right. Just like there's Hispanics. There's Asians, mm-hmm. you know, there's Indians, and there are things in their culture that they do. Right. Based off their ethnicity and their right. culture. So why is it a problem if we do those same things? It shouldn't be a problem. Right. You know, and you know what, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I've been, uh, and not to get off subject, because mm-hmm. I know we're talking about, and we're introducing the show and getting, you know, giving pretty much, you know, we're talking about the whole out the box and the whole introduct- reintroduction right, of everything. But this is what out the box is about. Yeah, so we, I guess we're about to get out of the box. Right. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I, and I don't know, it's one of those things I've been always thinking about. I say, you know, a lot of uh, people are starting, more and more people are starting to come out and, and say, uh, well, why is it that you guys only like HBCUs and, mm-hmm. and have things that are pretty much catered to blacks. And we say, you know, we might say uh, um, black American culture, you know, mm-hmm. like black American events. You know, we use the words, African, you know, um, like I say, the black college relays or uh, black, co- you know, classic, something that is more of a culture to our blacks. Should we feel guilty for um, using our platforms as being specific to these being more describing these events as being specifically not saying for blacks, but pretty much it, it does cater to blacks. You know, when we, when we do promote different things, um, because we talk about a lot of things as far as when it comes to, um, uh, black experiences, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I'm trying to use one, even the minority uh, business councils and, and things that are set up and designed, and we know why, mm-hmm. but you know, but other groups and organizations of folks, and then some even blacks are, are saying, why does it always have to be something black, uh, you know, specifically designed or designated for something, something black, for black? What's your view on that? Do you feel like 
perhaps we do put too many emphasis on black events or experiences or or things that cater more so to blacks when we promote things you know that like the black the black women's conference you know or or black girl you know black girls right yeah so do you feel like america sits at home like range when they i mean what's your what's your thought process on that when we put those out like the black american music awards or something you know or the, the BET Awards. Um, but like Black Girls Rock is, is a perfect Black example. Black Girls Rock. You know, when we see events like that, I do you feel... Care. I don't care what nobody else thinks. I know you don't. You but know, I'm, but I'm just saying because <laughs> I know the details behind it. I know that, you know, living as a, a African-American woman, a black girl, right? Um, I know the experience of us not being acknowledged right. or for our hard work right? and uh, the difference that's made because, you know, we're African-American. So if women have, if a woman put this together mm-hmm. to, you know, give us accolades and to allow us to see someone just like us, you know, pressing towards the higher mark, doing right. great things in the community, doing great things in the world, be it be it uh, the arts or community service or education right. or whatever it is. That's what excites me. Right. So I don't <clears throat> care what anybody <laughs> else has to say well, unless they're going to provide that platform for us or acknowledge us the same way that they may do uh, someone else in another culture. But history shows that that's not the case. So for us to create our own, I don't see us not inviting anyone else in because you can go, you can even be celebrated. I think, uh, what's her name? Uh, Clinton. Hillary Clinton was on uh, one year. Okay, She came. Yeah. I mean, we, we know it's all inclusive, what I'm saying, right. but some people cringe when we specifically say the word uh, black girls rock or historically black colleges. So people, so do you feel like we still, do you feel, okay, we know where those things were created. Right. I mean, black girls rock is pretty much freshly new. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you feel like we are at a point now in our lifetime to where we no longer have to uh, pretty much emphasize that platform as far as when it, we specify something as being for, we advertise it as African-American and this or that. Because we know why it was created back then during segregation because we had to. Right. But there are some people who are now um, challenging the notion of why we, are, you know, because we, uh, they're saying, well, okay, we're integrated now. We're an integrated community. We're no longer segregated. So why? Is it that we still emphasize and specify African American uh, platforms? Because we're African American, right? And it's a so, culture that and somebody that, that we just like um, Hispanics, like you know, Latinos, right? Asians. So yeah, there's the Latin awards. There's awards that goes on in like Africa and places like that. We wouldn't, I mean, unless we know the language, I don't know if it's Nigeria. I don't know if it's West Africa, East Africa, Jamaica. Somebody could speak any of that, and guess what? We wouldn't know what they were saying, right? No, there goes those, those, you know. 
I wonder why they don't only have that from black people. You know, why, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you know what I'm right, getting at. And, right. and, but I'm just trying and to be, thought, I'm, I'm looking at it from our perspectives. Because as far they as still think inside the box. Like, like black entertainment television, we have black. So somebody's like, well, why would y'all feel that we had white entertainment television? Like, how, what would you, how would you, I mean, this is something we know, I know, uh-huh. but to, for that person who questions it says, because I've, I've seen this actually in some of the posts and some of the groups I'm in as far as, why would they, you know, I feel like we had, a, you know, this person felt like we were at a time in our lives and a time in, in, in American society to where we no longer have to emphasize or segregate things and saying, how would y'all feel if we had historically white universities, which we know what we gonna say? Don't you have, got Michigan State, you got Harvard, but blah blah. They don't blah. have to say historically white when we they already know what but, it is, what the majority of the people that go there, uh, what their culture and background is. So, if they want to have these discussions and really have an open mindset for the true answers, yeah. let's give it to them. But if not, then why would you sit back and complain? That means you feel some type of way that. You need to check within yourself. It's right. not something because you're not looking. They're not looking at the big picture. Right, they're not looking outside the box. Like, oh well, Asians they do their thing, and you know, well, yeah, because that's your whole do their thing, and you know, Koreans and Japanese and Filipinos and, and people have their own uh, things and cultural celebrations and all the time. Right. Well, you know, we're talking about the, well, the two largest groups of Americans is pretty much considered, America is considered black, a tale of two two pretty much cultures. We even though we're a melting pot, mm-hmm. the history is deep black and white. Mm-hmm. America's history is pretty much black and white. So I'm just, the I'm just history, being a, the I'm history just, they I'm just, try to I'm feed sitting people. On other, I'm sitting in the seat of the other when I'm talking like this. I'm just sitting from that, you know, I'm just giving it our perspective saying, do you feel like we are at a place now where we don't have to uh, be so separate or be so or, or where we don't lo- where we no longer have to emphasize uh, our, our blackness our platforms you no. still feel that we we still need our platforms and I'm we, and I, we yeah. still because it's a part of our culture it'd be one thing if we, I mean, who are we supposed to be? What are we supposed to do if we can't um, award one another or acknowledge each other and with within our our culture? Right. Um, and I, and, I, and, and we, I, we, I mean, where there's more people that get more awards and accolades now from you know our our background on you know like the Emmys and the Grammys and mm-hmm. uh, I agree, but you know they're those the who- Oscars. There are those That's who feel fine. like, um, but where, well, you got uh, Denzel won an Oscar, so you know, uh, Sidney Poitier won an Oscar, right. uh, or Emmy or whatever. Um, but the people in Regina that, King just won an Oscar, so right. why do you guys still have your own MTV just gave Nicki Minaj the award, you know, mm-hmm. Drake, you know, so they're, they're getting acknowledged, you know, so there are those who say, why do we still have a BET awards and why do we still have our own because there's show? a whole still a whole big culture of us that are doing amazing things and you can't squeeze everybody into that platform. Right. And I just say, well, y'all got the CMAs, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, 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 is just like, you know, but I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just giving it from, right. I agree totally. Mm-hmm. I'm just being uh, the, 
an alternative right. opinion. You yeah, know, yeah. You gotta give the, a different perspective. And just somebody who I heard, I just heard this conversation being, you know, it was being uh, communicated on on one of those social media sites, and there was a discussion, and somebody brought up the question: Why is it that we still uh, celebrate and emphasize? Uh, African-American platform mm-hmm. in, in, in an effort. They said they thought it was an effort to keep us segregated. And someone was saying, being that we're in, in, we are in, in an integrated society, mm-hmm. why are we still having segregated events and segregated universities and blah, blah, blah. Well, as we know, HBCUs, anybody is allowed to go, but they say, well, it's called historically black colleges. And the reason why, you know, we know the history and why they were created. Right. Well, it's like they're not going to go away. You no, know, you don't shut down away. just because, oh, America has somewhat changed. Right. But then you have students that go to, you know, uh, PW, PWI. Uh, but they're not called, uh, P- well, they're not Predominantly called. white institutions. It's right. predominantly white. Right. But um, there's other cultural uh backgrounds that attend and even at these schools yeah. it's segregated right um i went to a ucla graduation about i don't know three years ago mm-hmm. and the way that the graduation is set up is set up by the school so right. you have science and uh, arts and math and history and english so they have all these separate uh, graduations for you know what your major is right. separate but then some of the different ethnicities have their own graduation mm, really so there was the african-american graduation at ucla at ucla you know in what? one of the <clears throat> their smaller auditoriums are you serious Yes, my niece graduated from there. So, uh, <laughs> wow. That's, that's how I, yeah. And then there was some, I, I think uh, they were Asian. I don't know what they were, but they were having theirs too. Wow. That day in an, another building. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. So there was a. This is breaking news. Yeah, there was a graduation, of course, like I said, of, from, of the schools, the right. different schools, the art, science, et cetera. And, you know, whatever your major was, yeah, you, you did that. We went to that graduation for her major. And then there was a whole separate ceremony for Mm. the African-American students. And then they gave, you know, a lot of their who, you know, the ones that did the speeches, Mm -hmm. they talked about their experience and they Mm. talked about how they had to stick together and how it was rough Mm. and how they were treated unfairly. Really? Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because my my sister and I, she does, she's she's in the, she has a program called the Fat Prep Factory. We both have a program called the Prep Factory. Mm-hmm. And um, she was telling me, you know, we were talking about the state of these universities because she does a lot of recruiting and she does a lot of, uh, she helps a lot of students in, in power, you know, underserved communities get scholarships to go to different universities mm-hmm. of, all, of all, you know, abroad. And uh, one of the things she told me the other day, and I thought she was joking, she was like, well, you know, now these colleges finding out these colleges have their these kids have their own HBCUs at these PWIs, mm-hmm. and they're like she said, what's happening is they've developed their own inner HBCU, created their own inner HBCU experience at, at these historically, you know, these right. PWI uh, predominantly white in, institutions, mm-hmm. and I, and I know what she's saying because they all. Right. Roll together. We, right. We have they to create their together. own because the fraternities, the sororities that are right. on campus, they rock with each other. They have their parties and 
it, and it is a sense of segregation because yeah. UTA, I remember going to UTA in summer and it was always the black events that were going on. Mm-hmm. Then you had the white events. Now, we parted, you know, we parted with some of the uh, the white fraternities. Mm-hmm. Of course, we were invited in. They were like, oh, yeah, right. sure, come on in. Right. Can't, you know, we got, I mean, everything was all hunky door. You know, it was it was open door mm-hmm. in some, a couple of them. You know, I don't, Maybe I think once. I went over to Tech a couple of times and 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 partied. Yeah, so you know it was it was not. I mean, I, we didn't have any in the, in, in, not, in the time. Not a lot, but yeah, you know, the experiences maybe once or twice. And the experiences I had when they, they did have an open door when it was like you know it was like four or five of us came in and we were they were like yeah come on in you know the kegs here you know blah 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 we all had a good time party it was no you know racial things going on but I do notice I, I did notice that in those you know when I reflected on it. From my experience, there was you had the black events, then you had the white events. I didn't see a lot of integration going on at the at these uh, PWIs. Yeah, That's interesting. Like when we used to visit NLU, mm-hmm. you know, schools like that when they had their little Greek week, whatever yeah. stuff. We where were we at? We were at the black function. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They were so, on, tech was on our campus, and, right? Same thing, you know, it's, it's just where it is. Everybody, so the, some of the black students that went to Tech, they was on our campus <laughs> right. hanging out with us. They yeah. would go to school at Tech, but come to Gremlin. U, so U it's, of H, Tech, Texas Southern. Right. Uh, FAMU, uh, Miami, mm-hmm. and FAMU, Florida State, I mean. Right. Yeah, so, so that's something that's going to happen because it's a culture. Mm-hmm. It's a culture thing. So... You want to go where your family is mm-hmm. because it's something that's familiar to you. Right. You know, people that, for the most part, you got something in common with and you function a certain way culturally. Right. That's so interesting. It has nothing to do with, because, you know, you can I can hang out with anyone, but we got to have something in common. Right. So. Uh, that's, that's interesting. Uh, I, I mean, that was... You said that. I mean, the graduation day that that threw me into like a whole uh, another culture shock. Mm-hmm. So it was like, hey, it was a little mini HBCU. <laughs> that's and wild, man. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, that's real it's crazy. the truth. It's the truth. So that's and that's the thing I was wondering because I, I always wanted to, to have that topic with somebody, you know, that because you know when I had when I when I when that guy posted that, why do you why do y'all still have segregated events? When it's like y'all don't want to integrate, you don't want to, you know. We do be, integrate. We do. But, you know, and, you know, and as I was saying, I never looked at it like he, you know, I never mm-hmm. thought about it. You know, I never thought about it or looked at it like he did. But there are some people, apparently, who, you know, they might not speak publicly on it. Mm-hmm. But deep down inside, because, you know, he was like, how would y'all like it if we had um, white girls rock, you know, or something? Right. If somebody told you that. Like, but how would you how would you need... react? How would you react if you saw a TV show and it said it came out and it said I mean, this this just this guy. I'm mm-hmm. going from a different perspective. How would you think you would feel if you saw ABC and they had a show or be not BET, but let's say uh, what's the country CMT? You heard a mm-hmm. show that was coming on that said "White Girls Rock." How mm-hmm. would you react? Would you say that was racist, or would you kind of like okay, that's what's I wouldn't up, care cool. because they we started it, so that means you just piggybacking off of what we did just to. I don't know if you're proving a point or to call something 
uh, name something that you don't even really need to name it because y'all going to be doing what y'all do anyway. That would you're be, already white. I would love so, to do a survey on that to see you know, how people, you're, you're see already, how we would, how you're we would already look Caucasian, at that. so you don't really need to say Caucasian <laughs> girls rock. You know, uh-huh. I mean, you... The way that it was set up. You see how she says she's she breaking down to avoid the science. And like, you're already Caucasian, so there's no need to say that Caucasian girls rock. Right. <laughs> I said white girls rock. You know, it's yeah, a it's you know, a difference. Right, you gotta say right. you gotta say the whiteness. You gotta put the whiteness in. But I'm just but, saying because I'm not racist. You know, nah, but, but I love my people because it's my culture, and I would I would want white people to love each other culturally. You right. know, Asian people to love their their culture. Whoever. That's what uh, makes us Indians different. Indians love yeah. your culture. Yeah. So, yeah, black people going to love their culture too. Right. And let us love it. So you actually, so you so you absolutely wouldn't have an issue with a show coming out that said white girls rock. No. You don't think I'm you not would, even going to You don't think you would have an uproar, I'm not, you wouldn't be I'm not militant on the, on the, on the in post. that way to be tripping off of you can get a little militant now. You know, you do come from the Oak 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 Town. You know, so you know you do have some areas, militants. In, from yeah. those areas, you know, you got a little. Uh, yeah, yeah, but what I mean, as far as I have to look and I look at things and see if it's even worth me putting energy into or addressing. Mm-hmm. So, like I just broke it down. You already white. You don't even need to say white. But if that's what you want to do, you know, do it. I'm not so going to allow think, it to how do you think the, how do you think how do you think that our community will respond to if they were to Oh, they going to act a fool. They are going to talk about it and be like, "Oh, they're only so, doing that. They don't even but they don't need to say white girls rock because the reason why the black girls rock exists, the reason why HBCUs exist, the reason why BT awards exist is because we weren't getting awarded. We were getting robbed from our, you know, our identity, our talents, mm-hmm. our gifts, our crafts, all of that, our yeah. inventions. We were getting robbed from that. People were stealing it from us right. and not giving what giving us what we deserve or allowing us to even be on those platforms. Right. So we created our own. So it has nothing to do with... Uh, you know, that's not racist. Right. It's because we were yeah. being, you know, uh, we experienced the prejudice and the racism. So we created our own right. to award ourselves. Now, we don't have a problem with being integrated. We right. don't. But if you treat us unfairly, of course, we're going to go back to, you know, where. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, because, you know, we be fighting each other, you know, as well. Right. <laughs> of course. It's been going on for me. Right. We've been fighting everybody. We've been fighting ourselves. Right. We've been fighting everybody. Exactly. <laughs> We're about the most fightingest culture. Yeah, uh, we are. We, we got to fight them from all sides, back, front, side and to side. it's so tiresome. I don't want to have to fight right. each other when right. we got to fight everything else. Yeah. Just divide the world between the good and bad people and just throw them out. That's why I say. Right. That's why I look at everybody. I say, you know what? Somebody say, well, I don't fight for everybody that, that look like me. Because you know what? I had some issues with some people that, you know. That, so, you know, my thing is, I think the world is good and bad people. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, um, separate them. Get all the bad apples out. Then let's deal with the other stuff. Yeah, because it's all then about, it's a, it's a bad spirit. Yeah, don't let is. me get, you know, deep, get deep. Like that. <laughs> but God is the plug. Spirit, the spirit, a spirit 
can get into anybody. I don't care how much money you got, how much money you don't have, what yeah. you know, what your cultural background is, your ethnicity. It's a spirit, and if you allow that within yourself, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, and you know what I'm telling you. Let me ask you this: you know, Do you feel? Do you? And we're gonna talk some little paranormal stuff right here, real quick. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna get out the box again. Okay. Then that we talking about spirits, and we're both gospel oriented yeah, people. Spiritual. You know, we have spiritual backgrounds. Yes. So you remember the movie? Uh, was it Fallen? Fallen. I mean, no, Denzel Washington. It was about the the spirit that jumped from people. Was that the movie where? Uh, a fallen uh, the angel or a spirit was jumping from person to person I'm not sure but you can break but, it down so do you believe that that is a re- I mean do you believe in that in it, that that is a tra- you know transformational transferring energy tra- you know as far as spiritual wise definitely you believe that that is an actual energy that jumps from this person to mm-hmm. that person that person mm-hmm. and and, 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 you know, it's kind of interesting because I look at those movies and I saw that movie Jumper. I don't know if you remember that movie. It was, uh, what was it called? Shocker. Remember that movie Shocker? Mm-hmm. And how he was, the guy was killed or whatever, whatnot. He came back, his spirit came back, and he was just jumping from body to body. And each, each, each time he jumped into a body, he was doing different things. And so... I mean, so you actually believe in that that energy and the spirit process that, that there are actual spirits that jump from body to body and they can transfer and cause these different um, and cause issues. Say that uh, you came in here today and my attitude was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I just start attacking you for no reason. You right. came in here all good spirit. Right. What's up, Oville? And I'd be like, right. shut your <laughs> you be like what? Uh huh. Girl, you better. You, it's now gonna, the energy is right, on me. Right now, the energy is on you. Yeah. You gonna wanna, you know, not right. necessarily attack me, but you gonna snap back. Right. And right. Now, yeah. And I'm gonna take that out here <laughs> with me. Right. And you yeah. gonna be like, I can't believe she said the, that. Right. Why is she coming at me like that? Mm-hmm. It's just that, just simple. that fast, just that simple. Right. Because it had it. You know, I've been tested with someone. Um. And I told her, I said, no, 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 no. I'm not for your spirit. Right. You need to check it. Oh, well, I was, I've been told that's just how I am. You just don't know me. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody ain't going to put up with that's just how I am. Right. So and that, you talk, you talking real reckless. And so then you're pressing my buttons. Right. And I don't want to have to do that, but you keep doing it. Right. So then, you know, the West side hood comes out <laughs> right and i'm not that i'm big and bad or that type of person but but you're pressing those buttons right for me to re- react to you right. that way when i try to talk to you right and tell you that you're reckless so but you keep going you keep going then i have to say you ain't gonna do nothing and stop talking to me so is that how you kill that spirit <laughs> <laughs> but then i have to go pray uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me and Ty talk about this. That I have to go get myself so, back together because this person has taken me out of character because of their bad spirit. Right. So let's talk about that right quick. I just want to get deep because it's some deep. I'm going to a deep place because I agree with everything you're saying 100. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've been trying. I've been reflecting and trying to just decipher our community and why we so 
angry and why we have and why we react to each other the way we do. Mm-hmm. You know, in the club, somebody step on my shoes. Ugh, you know, now it's going <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Right. So my whole deal is I process all that. And I've been in those situations. Mm-hmm. You know, now that you're older, you know better, you do better. Uh, because you're challenged. You know, you're kind of in the mindset of, is he trying to punk me or should I just kind of calm this down or whatever and just let it go? But once you recognize the energy, you know, now I do. Mm-hmm. But even though, you know, you recognize the energy, I think that what what's, what's, what's the, the issue is in our community, in the depression, do you feel that, what, I mean, what, cause, what do you feel is causing that energy in our community today to where we have these spirits that jump? I mean, is it, I mean, because my thing is, I can kind of give my opinion on it, but what do you think and how do you, what, how do you quell that? You know, how do you stop that energy? How do you reorganize that energy? How do you re, you know, retract it? Or how do you just kind of like put a, you know, kind of like put some kind of chokehold on it? Because I think in our community, it happens a lot. Those spirits and those energy, it jumps from this person to that person. And that's how you get these shootings. Mm-hmm. These non, it escalates so fast. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Even right. with the police involved shooting now, it's like the interactions with with the police and us, and it's like um, the police have a bad, you know, and I think that the energy is going, and I think that that's what the key is with everything now is like there's a bad spirit entering between these two entities, mm-hmm. and it's going from one to the other, and it's coming back, and it's going to result in something tragic Well, on, when one, it comes per- on one person. The police shooting us, that's a whole different well, it's it's a bad spirit, but they got different little things going on. That's mm-hmm. what I think. I think that, uh, but they bringing they, that energy. They're mm-hmm. bringing it because you got KKK in uniforms. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they already know they want to kill a Negro, and they already have been trained to. These are certain triggers, and if they do that, we can kill them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And we'll probably get off. But then there's some that it just they just trigger happy, and they do it because it's something that's within them, and because they have the power because they're you know in a, a law uh, position of the law, they right. feel that they can use their power, and some of them abuse it, right? You know because of their position, but not all of them. Uh, are working under the same spirit. Right. So I would say, and then to answer your question about us, we're hurt. Mm. We're hurt people. So So when things happen, that it makes it worse. We get angry, we get mad, and we're quick to, um, you know, think the worst versus looking at the big picture. Mm-hmm. And then when the big picture come out, it's th- we still kind of really don't know what the truth is sometimes. You know, just like with the young man that was on uh, the witness <clears throat> for the Botham mm-hmm. trial right. um, that lived, what, across from yeah. Botham? Mm-hmm. How he was murdered. Right. Now, the first thing Prime example. was said was the police did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the energy, right? Coming into play, yeah. That the, the that, yeah, that the police did it. 
then which has resulted from it historical comes, right things mm-hmm. of course so but, then there's this that these men these boys are guys whatever dope boys came from Louisiana to Dallas to pick something up from what was his name Joshua Brown yeah Joshua Brown because uh, he was supposed to be selling right now is that a true story or not it could be possible could be not but everybody's yeah, but- like, well, why would he have something <laughs> in his house knowing that he, you know, that's so, I mean, people is is is, you know, very could be watched right now. Why would he do that? I and mean, then why would he not do it if he don't think he would get busted? Right. Yeah, and I, you know, we heard all that. Yeah, and, and he just, had I'm, previous issues with somebody and, in and, a club and getting shot. Right. And, and that's my that's that's the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's like every time we have an issue with where we're trying to get fight for a fair justice, mm-hmm. we have another issue that makes news involving both two of us against each other. Right. And it's like, what is it going to take for us to suppress that energy or that spirit that we that exists between us two? Mm-hmm. You know, because. I'm looking at the young man in Arlington, high school football player, trying to break up a fight. Was killed last weekend, you know, and it was senseless. To me, it was like, what? What? How does it stop? Why is it so easy? What? What? What is it? How do you fix that spirit? How do you quell that spirit? How do you negotiate that? You know what I mean? How do you define that? How do you not only define it, but how do you like get rid of it? What's the what's the answer to that? Because that we obviously know that it's a spirit. Yeah, it's a spirit, and, and, and then you've I've had got situations. Yeah. there's more when you look at you know we know he who controls the media controls the mindset. We know and possibly controls the world. This this the word that they're saying. Right. So you you the music, the majority of the music is very violent. Okay. I'll kill you. I got 10,000 racks to put on somebody to get you. And, you know, you ain't this. And I rap better than you. And I'm better than you. And I'm this. And I'll do this to you. And forget your crew. And it's so all of that in, like, every other song. So this is the music that this generation listens to without knowing how to decipher that it's just entertainment. Okay, then you have entertainers that may have actually lived that life or live it. And so they want to be like that, even if they're not. So it music does have a huge impact and influence these violent videos, you know, all this jumping and in reality, when you jump somebody that's cowardly, when you sucker punch somebody that's cowardly, mm-hmm. if you have to get a gun after you got your butt whooped, that's you. You mean you're just supposed to be able to take your L. Yeah. If you get in a fight, especially if you start it. Now, if you didn't start it and somebody is trying to attack you, I have a different view on self-defense. Right. Okay. Because I'm like this. If you come for me, you got to get whatever's coming to you. Right. That mean if I got my keys in my hand, if I'm drinking a drink, mm-hmm. if I got a golf club, 
Because, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I yeah. don't, you know, advocate violence, but I do, you know, I'm all for self-defense. Right. And in your self-defense, you get what you get. So if the the young lady that was killed by the police officer right. in her own house, if she shot first at him, right. then it's self-defense because she, right. somebody's snooping around her home. Right. And I'm wondering if she would have got a self-defense past you know mm-hmm. but but I'm, I'm gonna tell you about an experience so you know you walk out into the world and so when you become aware and conscientious of the kind of spirits that are out there you, mm-hmm. once you become aware of it you kind of and i'm just gonna say i've been in uh, situations where i've coming out of store qt mm-hmm. and a brother passing but he got this mean mug on his face mm-hmm. he walked you know like walking through and then, you know, I'm I'm not looking at him or anything like that. I, I see him, but I'm not staring at him. He walks by, he like looking at it like, you know, I, I feel him staring me down. Mm-hmm. My first instinct was to like turn around, like you know, like look at him back, like what's up, you know, what I man, what you look, you know, that's that's. But you know, me understanding, recognizing the spirit, like nah, hold on, you know. Just chill out. Don't respond to it. Mm-hmm. Other day, I was in uh, Boomer Jacks after the Philadelphia Cowboy, you know, and I just kind of walked on and let it ride. Mm-hmm. But you know, the energy is there. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I felt his energy mm-hmm. toward me. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? I don't even know you, bro. You know right. what I mean? But you just walking in, you automatically, he saw me, and he, it's like we automatically have a problem. And this wouldn't let me know that, you know, it's like we have subconsciously been. Ch- program right to automatically expect some kind of negative interaction right when i see you know on my toes on my defense mode what's going on what's about to happen what's going down he's looking at me he thinking i'm looking at you you know you looking at me you know that type I'm in the I'm in the what bathroom. What you looking at? Looking I'm in the at bathroom at Boomer at? Jacks at the Cowboys game. Uh, mm-hmm. The Cowboys did the other day. Uh, Watching Cowboys win and beating the, beating the hell out of the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I'm in there taking my, you know, my little uh, drain, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I'm in there minding my own business at the urinal. Guy walks into his room. Man, I'm so I'm so bad, man. This. Man, I could just smash on me a Cowboys fan right now. You know, talking, just saying like that. And I'm and I'm like. In my head, <laughs> I'm up here, I'm looking about this. I said, I'm taking, I'm in the middle of taking a, a you know, a, you know, and it's like, and I fear him. You know, he's so hot that uh-huh. cowboy that the, and he just and I and he he, you know, I see him on the side of you, you know, looking. Right. I mean, like he wanted me to hear, you know, because I had my cowboys outfit. On. I'm the only one in the room in the in the room with the cowboys right. on, and he comes in at his buddy like, oh man, just chill out, chill out. I just smash me a cowboy, friend. but you know, when the white when the white dude came in, there, he didn't say nothing. But you know, I, I went on ticket. I was like, I'm just gonna wait and see if he's gonna direct his energy. He <laughs> said, "Don't chill, don't react to it." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because right, right. that's the spirit wanting me to react. Because right. if I react to it, it's gonna be a whole different type of situation. You know, I right. know how it's gonna go. Right. So I just kind of pretend like, you know, I just like let me go on and take this, and then you know, I'm like, when I took my time, finished out. He went on his little rant, his homeboy trying to quell him down but he wouldn't he didn't come directly at me but you know he was i i saw him in my peripheral vision mm-hmm. he was you know kind of turning toward me but i pretended like i didn't see him mm-hmm. and i just whistled you know <laughs> <laughs> you know i let right. the little whistle out they let andy griffin whistle and mm-hmm. like okay 
whenever, you know, in my head, like, it pop off, it's going to pop off. Right, right. But that, my reaction would have been, otherwise would have been, um, right. who you talking to? You know, exactly. you talking about, you know, I'm not the one, you talking about me? I could have mm-hmm. responded like that, but a lot of us don't have that type of mindset to that I had. Right, to de-escalate And I used to didn't have that mindset. Yeah. Right, yeah. And so, it's like, that seems like that's what we had in society. And how do we, we, it seems like we need to have some kind of sociological understanding or training when it comes to our interactions and how it escalates into negative experiences, you know, cause I think that that's what's going on in the community. I know, I mean, everybody, we all in the depression. I mean, I'm going to say all of us, but a lot of the violence takes place in underserved communities mm-hmm. for a reason because they're in depressed states. And 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 they gonna interact, and they gonna based upon how they feeling for the day. They in a depressed state of living, and so they're and they're not happy. Mm-hmm. So they walk around with a chip on their shoulder, which is a spirit, right? right? Right. Whether it's by design or not, well, how do we resolve? You know, my my deal is, I'm just asking you because I'm just like. How do we get rid of that? How do you get rid of a spirit like that? You know what I mean? It, I mean, we could all say, where well, you got to put them in. But in well, the meantime, yeah. how do you, the churches are not, they're not going to church. You know what I mean? Well, no. There's some people that, that got hell in them, and they go to church. And then when they're in church, oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, right? And they get right back out of church and be the same hell on wheels that they was before they got there. But well, I'm talking about the cats that's shooting. It's killing. The, the oh, killing, the, the violence. Killing, the violence. They're not in the well, church, but that but that spirit is just out there hanging around. Yeah, but you know, and nobody's out there doing anything to or saying anything to, and they're not going to church. So what kind of what kind of voice do you think it's gonna take to get that, get rid of that? You know what I mean? To to kind of go in there and you know and kind of quell that spirit because I just don't see a solution. I don't and that, that's a, that's one of my most frustrating things is how do we get rid of that energy with ourselves first before we could combat anything else how do you get rid of that energy of me walking out the door knowing i'm gonna walk to this brother want to walk towards somebody mm-hmm. who's gonna have a negative who's possibly gonna have a negative reaction to me depending on you know if i don't go out hey what's up man that's how i be that's how i am now that's how I respond. That's how I, I, I greet them with the whole positive energy. Right. You what's up, brother? To, you you know, blah, blah, blah. What's going on? Reverse That's the how energy. I do it. Right. But some people are so full of negative spirits. What can you do? I'll tell you, that's what, I was with the promoter one time. It tripped me out, brother, on the block at the liquor store, south side. No, I grew up. This cat up there, he out there. I said, what's up, man? What's going on? I'm shaking my hand. You know, mm-hmm. good. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you got the wrong. I said, oh, I was gonna get. Nah, I don't want none of that, man. You know, you know. I'm like, okay, brother, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I just played off. But you know, I could have responded. You know, negative. I could have. You know, this is like these are different experiences that I've had that I've had to kind of like say. You know, it's a test. You know, mm-hmm. I I recognize it's a spirit, and they just like mm-hmm. try. They want you to react and respond because they want you. You know, because right. in the other in, in in another lifetime. They would have got a response, you know. It would have right. went down, down, right, right. You know, right there on the in the liquor store, on the block, you know, and whatever happened happened on everybody. Fight coming along with everything that's about to happen right now. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. how it would have been. But I just, 
I just pick up on it. It seems like it's almost intentional. You know, it's, a, it's like spirits, like they're going to come out to certain individuals. And mm-hmm. I feel like, but it's like, I, my, my frustrating deal is I'm just trying to, and I'm talking about it because if I'm having that experience, just imagine how, if I have the temperament to to control it and, and deal with it, the temperament that's actually out there every day in mm-hmm. it, it's got to be under pressure a hundred more times oh, yeah. than I am. And that's why we have all this violence. But how do you teach somebody not to interact or respond to that when they got to deal with this every day? Right. And that's my whole, you know, where's the voice? Who, what kind of voice can reason that can, can, what's it, what kind of message, you know, do we have to do to kill that energy and to tell people how to deal with that energy? Well, you can I don't try, know. you know, just, I mean, it's like this. So, what we do, we're a voice. We came, we come from different environments. So if you make it out of that environment, I feel like it's your responsibility to, you know, uh, be a voice to others to say, hey, you can make it too without doing these things. You know, it's our responsibility. So when you evolve or you make it out a certain area, a certain bracket, whatever, you know, uh, poverty, poverty or hood or projects or whatever, wherever you come from. Right. I feel that it's your responsibility to be that voice. So those people that used to be gangbangers, like hard, and we see it, yeah. you know, it's their responsibility to go back to them brothers and say, hey, you know, let's, you don't have to go down this route. You know, what can we do? That's probably something. I know that was something that Nipsey was doing. Yeah. But then look who killed Nipsey. Right. So it's it's, it's rough. The spirit killers. Yeah, they're killing the good spirits. Right. You know, but that was, he was from the same set. Right. Okay. So just because, you know, and, and, and Nipsey did a lot. He did a lot, a lot for the community, a lot for his people. And then there's just the one person or those people who can't stand to see it happening. Right. And, you know, and, and, that, and even, that's another, and, even the conspiracy, and that's the twist to the, that's the right, twist the to the con- story. Right. The conspiracy got, was that, what that is, either they said, hey, he just did that because there was some beef or he was hired to do it, but it was still black on black crime. Right. However you flip it, whether he was hired or whether... He wasn't, and it was some beef. It was still us against us. Us against us, right? Yeah, it's us against us. So rather, so how do you the, yeah. the uh, Joshua Brown? Whether he was, whether those those guys that, was hired, yeah. and it was it was set up. It was us against us. It's still us Malcolm against X. us, right? You know, I mean, I mean, that's but it's been it's that's what I said. It's been so much history of us, black on black crime. To we always talk about. Where they, and that's the narrative that everybody's going to always use is, well, every time police kill, well, what about the other black-on-black crimes that are committed in between time that we right. forget about? And I don't forget about it, but we don't march on we those deals. Why is it that we don't... We don't talk why, about it. Yeah, why we do we want to talk about it and be in an uproar on it? And I'm, I'm, we have to be in an uproar, when, it, of course, when somebody in a uniform or anything happens right. unjustly. You know, right. we have to do that. Right. But why... Do we get these other cats a pass that do these things to innocent, you know, black people and have these situations? Like that cat, I mean, that young cat that just got killed. I mean, 
I mean, rest in peace to the young brother who was a football player at Arlington. Lost his life trying to break up a fight. And to me, it's like I've not heard, seen any marches, protests, or calling out for the the shooter or the killer or calling on, you know, you know, I don't, I hadn't seen the mob come out mm-hmm. and and protest that and talk about that because that means we just kind of sweeping it under the rug. And to me, that to me is like we just kind of like we're being too laxed on those situations. We're not putting no heat on nobody. Right. We're not putting no heat on the individuals or the individuals that know who did it and where mm-hmm. the whereabouts of this person is. You know, we're not we're not being loud enough. We're not being boisterous and and we're not rocking and storming in. You know, the streets. Right. Demanding who did it, you know, bring him to the, you know, bring him to the, we're not calling, we're not all at arms and we're not, we're not in an uproar over it. Right. So therefore, it goes another unsolved crime. You know, we don't, we another black on black crime that we just don't um, yeah, really I give. I think, a, I think people, I think it's happening so much that. But it can't be, but it's become a norm. Right. It's a norm. And it shouldn't be. And, and, and that's the same thing. And that's why I say we, we fight these deals and then. But the things that are per- perpetuated, you know, on media is is like encouraging that, you know, some of the, the negative things is fight and I'll whoop your, you know, and I'll do this and I'll do that. And it's being perpetuated. Well, why are we even for the dollar? Why are we even doing it? Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's we, we got a lot. We have a whole lot That's what I'm saying. I mean, I was going about that. on against it's, us, it's, and 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 we're in a hole. Yeah, we're in a hole. But there's gotta, a lot of positive things. There's some positive yeah, there stuff. Are, there are some there's positive, some positive things, things. But it's just like when you you look at the ten steps. Every time we take a step forward, it seems like we're taking two or three steps back because now we just got this deal with Both and John. Mm-hmm. Now since Both and John, between these two. Uh, horrible incidents that involved innocent people at the hands of police. Mm-hmm. In between those two police incidents, you know how many uh, crimes were committed by? And we talk about a Botham John witness, who somebody who had just done something positive, right. work, you know, on a national platform and just testified in the trial against him. And then for these bro- for these cats to come in and take his life, and for it to even go down like that, right. you know, to me it was like, God dang, the brother just got on the stand. Made a gave a you know great a good testimony was instrumental in getting one of our biggest you know criminal justice diabolicals or whatever you want to call it kind of like implemented. We know we won mm-hmm. something for once. I mean, he helped win a monumental case, and here comes this situation now where you got these two another black on black. He's a victim now. Mm-hmm. Of, it's the, it's an irony, to me. Walton John was a victim of uh, police involved shooting mm-hmm. crime. He testified. Then here he comes. Now he falls victim to a black on black, a black on black crime. You know, violence. I think and it's, it's, a, it's just it's like a, a, it's, I look at the world now. Uh, I said something the other day. I said it's like the Twilight Zone. Right. I don't know what the twilight zone is like, you know what I mean? But it's like the twilight zone. But then I always have to remind myself, you know, I live, I'm in this world, but I'm not of it. Right. So I just ask, you know, continue to ask God for the wisdom, 
to live in me, you know, and I study the word and to see things in in the way that, you know, he would have me to see them. Mm-hmm. So when I look at all this stuff that's going on and everybody complaining and in an uproar, but they're not doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, you mad at Trump, okay, but everybody about the money, the money, the money, the money. You say money is power. You want people in positions that uh, got all the money. Well, what if they don't, they're not a people, you know, he's not a people person. You know, he's not for the community, but he got the money. He got the bag. Well, that's what we're talking about constantly all around the world. It's about the bag. It's about the bag. So then you got somebody that was about about the bag in position. And he don't care about nothing else. Yeah. You know, so you look around the world and there's a lot of that going on. So you got to have people in power positions that care about people. But and that the- have character and integrity. It's not just about one angle. Yeah. So you look at Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. who just did a, a, a grand opening mm-hmm. for his studio. The studio was there, but he had to build it up, you yeah. know, so he made his own table. Now he had all these obstacles, and even us, the, our our community started to get tired of him. We tired of these yeah. plays. Yeah, yeah. We tired of this. We tired yeah. of that. Okay? Yeah. But he kept pushing and through that. And it's still criticism even with the... Right, studio, he's, you know, he's, he like, pushed through. He, you know, from his selling his DVDs and touring with his his play mm-hmm. to you know his movies. Yeah, from the movies to television sitcoms that yeah. was that you know those sitcoms were so uh, <laughs> like we could have made them and right here in this studio. I'm like, where the laugh machine at? The laugh machine is off. Where's the claps? Yeah. Like you know you us. Being in media and, and seeing the breakdown in the production mm-hmm. and his quality going up, mm-hmm. you know, he started some at one point yeah. and then it built into a better show. Right. You know, but it was all I seen his, like, his 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 trail, how he blazed it, you mm-hmm. know, and he went through, you know, those transitions and his evolution to get to where he is. And to provide opportunity for so Damn. many people. So, you know, you had your Spike Lees and your John Singletons yeah. that provided opportunity, no doubt. Right. But then here came Tyler, who, w- who was able to pay actors more than they were being paid right. in Hollywood. And those he doors, was able to right. and open those, those doors. doors. Right, and those doors were all open from previous directors that built this way up, and, right. you know, manifested. Right. And I and I and I so and we, true to the form, we are sometimes our biggest haters, our own yeah. biggest haters. Even when one of us get all the way up there, and once we get to a high platform, now we find a reason to not like him or hate him. Right. And I and I ain't gonna lie, I used to be one of those kind of hypocrites. You know, mm-hmm. I used to be kind of well, what is he doing? You know, blah blah blah. But sometimes you don't advertise uh, everything that you do. Right. You know, sometimes you get to a level to where you. Not bigger than life, but you are you actually bigger to a point to where you can um, make life better mm-hmm. for other people. You don't really see the the trickle down effect of it. You just see this person on the high platform. I don't see him in the hood passing out turkeys and da da da. You know what I'm saying? 
He ain't doing right. no, you know, we talk about Jordan, he ain't doing nothing for the black people over there, Jordan, you know. But you know, you don't see the other things that they do. And the media don't, of course, they don't they don't show you all those things. But right. I'm a you know, and that's why I think that we have a lot of people yellers and not builders. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what our community to- is full of yellers and screamers and not builders and they they criticize you when you're not out there yelling and screaming with them even though you're building and you're actually doing some things that are uh, actually making a real a real dip. not saying that what you're not doing you know everybody needs those protesters and you need marches or whatever but uh how much how much long have we been marching and protesting and those things you know like for decades. Well, we you need know. we need a show where you know get get to that platform where we're hashing it out. Let's hash it out. Let's give different uh, you know views and you know hip hop politics. I think it will be able to uh, get us there. Yeah, and because that that opens up that bridges a gap. You know, if these are brat, you know, a gap bridging show where you're bringing different pieces of the culture together, right? You know, and different pieces of the world together to, you know, help enlighten and and give, you know, the some exacts, right? Some some powerful information and point of views. Well, we can kind of, you know, bridge it and help bring it together and help, you know, get some type of understanding and bring light to situations. Because some people just think one way yeah. because that's all they've been exposed to and that's all they know. You know, they may look at us and say, we the bourgeoisie Negroes. I've had somebody <laughs> say that, Yeah. you know, about me on social media. Yeah. I ain't know the person. Right. They, apparently, because I had commented on something. They went and looked at my pictures and was like, oh, you know, you one of the bourgeoisies. Why am I bourgeoisie? Yeah. You know, oh, okay, because I'm in a sorority. Oh, yeah. oh, because I graduated from Grambling, so I'm a bourgeoisie. But like, and the judges, you know, you got the judge and the jury and all of yeah. You got those entities out there, too, those spirits yeah. out there. So It was like, oh, because uh, uh, Michelle and Barack didn't do nothing. For Chicago. How you know that? You live in Chicago? No, somebody told me that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you know? Yeah. I mean, how do you know? They're good, they're good and bad people on both sides. Right. You know. But there's no, they, not one person can be your savior. Right. You know, right. Jesus saves, not me or you right. or Barack or Michelle or, or Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Anybody, yeah. they can't save you. Right. You know, we have to save ourselves. Exactly. I agree totally 100, you know. And I know we uh, pressed on time and everything, but I was going to say, and it's going to be a whole nother show, but uh, I, I noticed when you when you said that save ourselves, I've been researching a lot, doing a lot. You know, we talked about doing some documentaries. We talked about doing some different things mm-hmm. that y'all, for those who are listening, we talked about doing some out-of-the-box things. So y'all stay tuned for some stuff that me and OMB and Upon the time, we're going to be coming up with some different things and concepts uh, to inspire and enlighten. But um, just to leave this on the hands, we have to save ourselves because I think during the time of 1800s, we created like um, a few, few, quite a few millionaires Mm -hmm. that we didn't even know about during an oppressed, depressed, suppressed, 
state. Mm-hmm. And how did they do that? You know, how do you become a millionaire being maybe five or six, seven, eight years removed as a slave? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that tells me right there, it's it was a mindset. They had a determination to save themselves and not make any excuses. Right. Uh, now I know it ain't. I know everybody's circumstances and situations are different, but that's just something to think about. Uh, just to kind of elaborate on what you just said, we have to save ourselves. Right. Uh, there's no such thing as we can't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a such thing when you get to a point where you tell yourself, "I ain't." Right. You know, or I'm not will. You know, you're just not thinking like that, and it's all a mindset. Yeah, it's all a mindset. You and just so, gotta. Want to have some understanding. And that's why we got to change our mindset about a whole lot of things. We got Mm -hmm. a lot of things we need to change. That's why I was going back on the spirit, the spiritual energy Mm -hmm. of our community, the economic uh, opportunities in our communities. You know, I'm going to say communities a lot. Y'all going to hear me use that word a lot because (laughs) right now I'm on a mission. We on a mission. Oh, yeah, we on a mission. You know, and the mission is to change the mindset. So... OMB Realness 101. Y'all finna get it. Yeah, y'all finna get it. Straight <laughs> out the box. Class in session. Class in session. Second semester. <laughs> first, oh, we in the first semester. We might semester. be going to 102. 102. It might be time to be 102. Yeah, I think we need to go to 102. Okay. Though, man. Take them gone. No holes barred. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all get y'all book reports done. Definitely. For real. It's been real. As always. As it's always going to be. Hey, man, I love this. I was on the other side of the table a little bit. I was talking a little bit, and I was interviewed a little bit. You know, it was one of those things that where, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot more to come. Uh, like I said, once again, check us out, Hip Hop Politics, um, on Box 534 Jams coming uh, Monday. Real soon. I was honored to be a guest today on Out of the on Out the Box. Oh, yeah, he'll be back. We knock him out the box. Knock him out the box. Right. Be sure you go and uh, download. But do that, that this new song. But make yeah, by make sure. Brown. Oh, when I say it's fire, it's burning bush. God fire. is the plug. I'm talking about the bush. And do you know the burn the bush that Moses had to go uh, see? Yeah, <laughs> it's on that fire. It's on that level fire. You know the teen, the three teenagers that got thrown into the burning furnace. It's that fire. And you it's know? a box. Oh yeah, it's it is it is hot. It's the hotness, hot. the it's realness, hot. and the hotness. Kingdom music. On the rise. Yeah, for sure. All right. It's been real. It's been real. Thank you for coming to the box trot. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you. Everything that you bring. Most definitely. Well, you know, I appreciate it coming on. And uh, like I said, uh, I'm going to say this again. That this this, uh, challenge, I think you need to put that out there for real. Dish challenge. Well, you know, I'm talking about the dish from the night. You know how we had our dish music. We were talking about that. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah that yeah. need to be. We have to figure you got to do that. Yeah. yeah. All right. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast. And you already know what it is. Until the next one, peace.